There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. 11 to 1. Monday Motivation. Motivation. Imagine the world around you slowly disappearing from view. Your vision is fading and the world doesn't look as vibrant as it once did. Brendan and Tony Ward both started losing their sight in their 20s and 30s respectively due to a rare genetic condition. Although both are visually impaired, they haven't let it stop them leading very full lives. And in fact, last month, they both decided to take on a challenge for January to keep them fit and help raise funds for a worthy charity. They, along with their brother Kieran, ran 600 kilometres in the month of January and have managed to raise almost 15000 thousand euro for so sad both Brendan and his brother Kieran join me on the line now for Monday Motivation you're both very welcome to 11 to 1 how are you doing? Great thank you you're both there is that Kieran I have there? I know this is Kieran this, I have the two of you fantastic well listen congratulations first of all because you must be absolutely thrilled with this well so far so good uh, Sinead we we started out, uh, Tony and I, down in Annamullen in County Monaghan, running around the football field at the GAA Centre. And we thought, well, since we're running every day during lockdown to try and keep ourselves motivated and, and well in our heads, uh, given our, our jobs are all so much on a computer these days, you know, so you yeah. don't have the excuse of milking cows or picking potatoes or what what our ancestors used to do to to keep themselves right. So we started that. We we set a challenge for 300 kilometres during January to raise money for SOSAD Ireland. And then uh, as the month went on, Kieran was running over in Maynooth and he works there in the university and said, why don't I put in my kilometres as well? So we went from 300 to 600 and then the three of us was out running uh, and we just made it so yesterday we passed uh, 600 kilometers collectively and as you say the, the fundraising has been phenomenal we've had huge support from not only Annamullen Parish and, and Monaghan but uh, far afield Australia Canada 
everyone and anyone that we could ask for help, we asked for help and, and around Laos and Mead and Cavan and Monaghan it's been a great uh, support from, from I suppose an area that has been impacted you know, mm. uh, by lockdown and we know there's such a need for mental health support and that's really what SOSA is all about, providing their services which are free of charge you know, and that's a, that's a huge deal, you know, to have that Oh, it, it really is. They're a fantastic, fantastic organisation in, in the area. But Brendan, if I could take you back, first of all, to, to 2003, that's when you started to notice that things weren't right with your own vision. Can you describe what exactly was happening at that time? Well, firstly, everyone in Monaghan seemed to be very good looking, you know, so <laughs> I knew there was something wrong. <laughs> um so Tony and I, we have this genetic uh, condition and it's like macular degeneration. So older folks who are listening in might might be familiar with age-related macular degeneration, which is one of the uh, natural occurrences, you know, in, in later life. So as we grow older and live longer, um, parts of our body start to wind down and our eyes is one of those things. So it's not uncommon for folks in 70s, 80s and 90s to start losing their sight. It's relatively uncommon in younger people. So Tony and I just happen to have this uh, genetic legacy. Let's call it a Monaghan special. It just mm-hmm. happens to come down and uh, in both our mother and father's side of the family. It doesn't appear anywhere else, so everyone else in our extended family is fine when it comes to eyesight. But Tony and I just happened to get the the cards that we got that led to us in our 20s and 30s starting to lose. Uh, central vision is the first to go, so you mm. start to lose your ability to read. Okay. Um, which is no good if you're trying to play at mass on the organ. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's been uh, that's been an interesting journey. But you know, you start to lose your ability to read, and then recognizing faces is another thing that goes because we actually need detailed vision to recognize people. So if folks don't talk, if you don't hear someone speaking and they're just standing there, Tony and I would find it hard to know who it is. You know. Okay. And. Um, so it's it's a slow thing. It slowly degenerates over time. There's great research going on into you know stem cell and gene therapy and all these kinds of things. But um, I suppose being conscious of the fact that sight loss is only one kind of loss, and given the situation with COVID, we wanted to do something about you know acknowledging that loss is such a real thing. It's mm. we don't have a monopoly on it. You know, like. Everyone in life goes through losses of one kind or another, and particularly now during COVID. So we wanted to do what we could to get the word out there about SOSAD and to, I suppose, give people an opportunity to do what they can, which has been great, you know, contributing money to help um, fund the SOSAD services. 
And, you know, as you mentioned there, you know, and I know you're, you're a great man for joking about this, but, you know, when you, the, the sight loss had to affect you initially, there must have been dark days, like as you're mentioning there, you know, about, you know, reaching out to so sad when people are feeling that kind of yeah. negativity and, and, you know, dark times. But what about your own experience? It must have been quite difficult to come to terms with this, particularly when you'd seen Tony go through it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was in my case, I was very lucky to have Tony because Tony had been through it already. So I suppose on the one hand, it's hard when it's a second uh, son goes through this. You know, one is hard enough, then two. So that's hard. But then Tony had been around that block already, and he's a very strong gentleman and very resilient. And I learned so much from him, you know. And one of the things that he got me onto, um, I was more of a music fella than a sporty guy. I couldn't score a goal if my life depended on it, you know. <laughs> so I was more accordion playing and, and involved with the local music scene here in, in Monaghan. So um, he got me interested in running and I started running. And I was actually running a lot while my sight got worse. And, you know, it was one of those things that made a huge difference. Um, yeah. and I would say it actually bought me back several years of better mental health. And I didn't really n- realize it, you know, till mm. in the last few years, I started to struggle mentally with the whole eyesight thing. And it almost caught me up like 15 years of managing all right. You know, I was managing grand and I was getting on with work and I was living abroad and getting out from my runs and my races. And then it's it's only when I started to struggle and I needed to go to so sad for help and counselling and all of that, that I realised, one thing I realised is there's a few things, like a few habits that we we really need to uh, keep up, you know, Mm. like almost rituals around our well-being. And like I was saying before, in olden times, people went out and worked in the fields. You know, exercise was part and parcel of daily life. But in in this modern world where we're behind computer screens all the time, that actually means exercise suddenly disappears. Yeah. And and for me, over those years, the running and the exercise was it was keeping me right. You know. Um, well, you, you, you hear this all the time, you know, about people, and I've experienced it myself. I took on quite, kind of a different, much much different challenge Brendan for January where I tried to do uh, 10,000 steps every day and I did not achieve anything like you guys have achieved but like that you do get that I kind of you know that um, rush of kind of I feel great I'm out in the open air there is nothing like it and the days that I didn't go out and I was too lazy and couldn't motivate myself you do get that bit of a slump so you're absolutely right in terms of having this routine around it Uh, it can benefit you tenfold but um in terms of, you know, the running aspect of it, uh, you very much guided Tony around this track for the challenge yeah. because Tony would be a little bit worse, would he, in terms of the, the visual impairment? Yeah. yeah, he has. So, you know, I might end up there, you know, in time, we don't know, but we've we've just got what we have, let's say. So there's a walking track around the football pitch at Animal and uh, football club and uh, it was put in several years ago and it's a fantastic facility because of the roads being quite busy um, it's a safe place that you can go and all the members of the club can go and walk there or run and they actually painted the inside wall which is the wall of the pitch they painted white 
So there's a lovely high contrast there between the dark um, gravel, the fine gravel that's on the walking track, and then the white walls. So that's good enough for me. I can run around that reasonably safely, and Tony uh, was attached to me. So the two of us could go around. Now, we had the odd flip here and there. Yes. Uh, but we're not afraid of falling, I think. So that, that helps us, and, and uh, we had our sister Julianne there and mum and dad came down and, do you know, we were trying to all get our family exercise in. Yes, and, so and to do it kind of together. And and speaking of family, because Brother Kieran is on the line here as well. Kieran, I have to bring you in because you very much took on this as well you, from your home in Maynooth, isn't that right? Yes, well, I, I was at home at Christmas time with my family as well and we went down initially at the start and uh, to the football field, the local football field, I used to try and kick a ball around there many years ago. And I didn't think that I could, going back to Minute and working and no crash and school, so the kids at home, I just didn't think I would be able to commit um, to, to, to putting in hours. But then the way things worked, uh, walking with the girls and walking, putting all my meetings, as many as possible, on to the phone, meant that a lot of days I could get four or five kilometres done. Very good. And and do and as you went along, you were on meetings and all sorts of things. But in terms of now, you know, brother, sibling rivalry, Kieran, was it a case yeah. that, you know, right, these guys are putting in the kilometres, I need to make sure that I'm putting in the same amount of kilometres or more in a time frame. Was there any of that going on between you? Not, not, not really, no. I mean, sibling rivalry would have been... But Tony, I can say this now, that he's a lot older than us, of course. <laughs> yeah. So he, I remember him kicking lumps out of me when we were young at home with a ball, but he was the, the greatest. Um, I learned so much from him from a sporting and, I guess, stubbornness point of view. <laughs> Brent didn't mention the stubbornness, which makes an awful difference <laughs> as well. But no, I think, all joking aside, like in my job at Minute University, um, we we would I would often encounter students that were struggling with with mental health mm. issues, and I can see the power of supports like there are there's a, a, an access office, a, a disability office, counselling, and I would be trying to help a student with maths, and you know you feel kind of um, almost useless in the sense that you can see that somebody is in trouble or struggling and, you know, your natural inclination is to try and help. Yeah. So I saw the real positive impact that proper counselling, proper support could have on students over many, many years at Benute University. So when Brendan uh, talked to me about this, I mean, it was the least I could do to, to try and, to try and um, you know, try and support in some way. And I think if you ask Brendan, he can put into real terms in terms of hours and years like uh, we can I think Brandon will probably come in and tell me but something like 12,000 euro uh, allows a SOSAD office to run in a town for an entire year. Wow. So so hopefully if that is correct Brandon will correct me if I'm wrong but if that is correct yeah. then the generosity of all the people so far like we're just running a little bit I, I run around Minute campus in the evening to try and get up I try and get 10 kilometres every day but I'd say in reality, I'm running the same amount as Brandon and Tony. It's just that I am able to walk more freely yes. during the day. Um, but like, so we're gonna. I think we're gonna keep pushing. We're gonna keep trying. Like I, as I said already, I've seen the huge 
power of these supports being available for people and especially from my own experience now with COVID times like students like everybody is yeah it's it's very tough on them yeah it it really is and they're not having the same college experience as well Kieran. but in terms of you know uh you know the the horrible weather that we've had. You know the the rain battering you. The you know there's been snow. There's been all sorts of weather that we've had in January. How did you guys motivate yourself to get out the door and keep doing it each day of January? Well, I, I'll, I'll let Brenton answer that properly, but I can just remember growing up. If mommy or daddy came in and said the calves are out, or you know something come quick, and we said, "Oh, look at the weather," you can imagine what the response would be. So, you know, the the, the the, the weather doesn't matter. The weather's only a, a peace of mind. The odd time when I used to try and play football, I used to love when the weather was horrible because it brought everybody else down to my level. <laughs> and, I, and I had a chance. I love it. What, Brendan, are you echoing the same sentiment there? Was it the kind of thought of mammy and daddy saying, you know, get up and out and at it? Was that what uh, motivated you? Well, you know, I suppose like like many, many uh, children of our age, you know, um, it's far from video games we were reared, you know. Like yeah. we're we're not afraid of getting wet. And to be honest with you, the weather in January was very good. Like we're, I was running here in in uh, Lochagish and Monaghan, and do you know, aside from yesterday, there was sleet and wind that was a terror. Um, but other than that, we had a lot of very bright and sunny days. And do you know, um, like going back to the broader topic of loss and what people mm. are going through, like. What what struck me about my own experience with SOSAD and that is that we're all going to have losses of one kind or another, you know, and none of us have a monopoly on that. You know, some people get it earlier, some people get it later. We often don't get to choose. And I think the way I look at it is if we can all do the bit that we can do when we're fit to do it, then hopefully that'll add up. So the people who need a hand, like the folks who are getting support from so sad, you know, that we can help make that happen. So your listeners, you know, if they feel there's something they'd like to do or they feel they don't know what to do, well, do you know, we can offer them a suggestion, which is uh, go on to the fundraising page and make a contribution because it's going to go directly to So Sad and uh, the counselling support, which, as I said before, was was free of charge. And I just looked at the numbers this morning, Sinead, and I couldn't get over it. Like in Drogheda, there's 240 people on average each week availing of so sad services in Drogheda. Mm. Another 70 in Dundalk. Another and and this is the thing because there's there, there's it's it's so dark. People are finding this lockdown particularly tough. So absolutely reaching reaching out is key. I want to thank both of you. It's been an absolute pleasure having on you having you both on the show. Congratulations on completing this challenge and and thank you so much for raising awareness of the great work that So Sad are doing. Can we mention the website? Yes, absolutely. I have all the details here, but go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you have. Okay, we're getting the plug in. So. <laughs> The, we're on Just Giving, so it's www.justgiving, that's all one word, justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash number three, Ward, W-A-R-D, Bros, B-R-O-S. Absolutely brilliant. Well, listen, guys, thank you so, so much for joining me for Monday Motivation today. 
Thanks a okay. lot. Thanks Thank a million you. for having me. Thank you. Lovely. Bye, 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 bye. Kieran and Brendan there. As they mentioned, justgiving.com fundraising forward slash three ward bros. By the way, if anyone is affected and wants help, so sadireland.ie or you can give them a call 0419848754. The number, that's their helpline number 0419848754. 9848754. Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.